Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whoever said being a Sacramento Kings fan is easy. The news on De'Aaron Fox, he has a fractured index finger at the tip on his shooting hand. Now, I will say this. Good afternoon, first of all. And second of all, knowing De'Aaron the way I do and being around him on a daily basis for the first several years of his career, I would expect him to start and play. All right. Uh, Pain is not an issue for him. He's a warrior. No pun intended. And uh, I just cannot believe that a fractured index finger is going to keep him out. Now, how he will perform, I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do. But when the starting lineups are introduced on Wednesday, I expect De'Aaron Fox to be on the court for Sacramento. All right, NFL News, Aaron Rodgers is officially traded to the Jets. So that deal gets done ahead of the NFL draft. If you want to talk about that, we can do so. John Lynch saying that uh, there are no plans to uh, move Trey Lance at the moment, but I think we all know that the phones are open and if they can move Trey Lance, they will. All right. What do you think about yesterday's game? I talked about this with Ryan on the post game show. I talked about it today with Sean Salisbury after we got done with him and Ryan. I don't understand the criticism towards Mike Brown and Harrison Barnes. I really don't. I mean, it's an open three. Okay. To win the game. Like, why would people have a problem with that? I don't quite get that. I mean, De'Aaron Fox lost the ball because Steph Curry knocked it away. He had to retrieve the ball. And then Draymond Green comes out on him. There's not a lot of time left. And he makes a move to throw the ball to Harrison Barnes. And guess what? You know, Harrison was open because Draymond Green left Harrison Barnes to go double on De'Aaron. He threw to the open man. Harrison Barnes missed his shot. Okay, it happens. Andrew Wiggins had a wide open three in the corner that could have won game one, and he missed it. It happens. Okay, guys, don't make shots 100% of the time. You know, about Mike Brown's final play this, Mike Brown that, Harrison Barnes this, Harrison Barnes that. I, I, I don't really know what you're watching. You know, and I don't know what you've been watching all year. I, it's very perplexing to me. really is. All right, we want to get to phone calls, and we are going to start right here with Dorian. Dorian, good afternoon. Uh, you'll be at our leadoff, man. How are you, sir? Oh, how's your trip so far in Sacramento? It's been great, been busy, but uh, it's so great just meeting the people like you and so many others and my friends and family. So I uh, really have enjoyed myself. Thanks for asking, buddy. I appreciate it. Of course, Grant. We appreciate you, man. We support you. But I wanted to call in about Barnes, Grant. Why do you think Barnes has received so much criticism throughout his career with the Warriors, with the Kings? I mean, let's say he makes that shot. I mean, after – let's say he makes that shot. I mean, everyone's going to go on social media and say, oh, Max – give this guy a max deal for next year for, you uh-huh. know, 
and then he makes this, and then he misses and then everyone's over him it's like you can't as a fan i i know the answer is like you can't be so emotional sometimes with players these people you know these they're just people you just miss a shot but why do you think he a lot of fan, a lot you know why a lot of the fans are irrational i mean that's just and, and here's the other aspect social media now is a different animal and a lot of people have money riding on that shot you know it affects yeah. whether they win the bet or they lose the bet and so you know you always have to understand that a lot of the animosity a lot of the people that are upset are upset because they lost money i mean that that's the other aspect of it yeah, that's not right. I, I I don't agree with that. But you know, nonetheless, I hope the Kings can come out and get a win on Game Five. I think they can. They they need they need to win one of these next two, and then hopefully, you know, Game Seven. I mean, uh, uh, y'all praying that praying that's it's it's uh, the Kings can get out of this. But you know, the path was hard. You know, coming into the series, but I think it just got so much harder now with the Warriors having momentum and and everything. But Grant, why do you think? players don't dunk a little bit more in games. I don't know. I was so, I know you're right. I know what you're going to say and I agree with you, but go ahead. And the reason why I asked that Grant is I've seen this countless number of seasons. It's like these guys are almost, you know, six, five and over. I get it. that If you dunk, there is a possibility that your hand's going to get caught in the rim. And then obviously the momentum, just what happened with Chimezi Metu that one time, but like, you know, Keegan had a breakaway layup. I know. I know. Dunk. He had a dunk. Why do you think players don't dunk more? I don't know. I noticed it a couple of times in the game yesterday. Uh, even Draymond Green once, you know, went up without a dunk. He, oh, I mean, he was on top of the basket and he missed it. I don't quite understand that. I really don't. I've always been perplexed at that over the years. I'm glad you brought that question up because I've never quite understood that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I mean, you get a bucket from Keegan. I mean, who knows what happens after that? But yep. nonetheless, yep. He, had a great, he had a great game. Sabonis and Herter, I think, really have to step up, you know, game five, game yep. six for them to even consider going to game seven. So, man, it's been a great series. Um, so much nostalgia. It's just been really awesome, uh, you know, watching and being at the games and stuff like that. So hope the Kings can, can come out and uh, hope, hopefully, hopefully pay the Lakers, the Grizzlies. Thank you so much, Grant. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Great meeting Dorian the other night. He was uh, at Soul Street. Uh, coming up on Wednesday, Ryan and I are going to be at 34 Mexican Cantina on O Street. So come on down. Uh, they have excellent, excellent Mexican food and the Mexican drinks, the uh, margaritas and everything else. That is at 34 Mexican Cantina on O Street. Come on down and see us on Wednesday. All right, let's get to Connor right here on Listen App. Hey, Connor. Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good. How are you? By the way, real quickly, I watched that game last night. That was unbelievable what the Oilers did in that game. I mean, that was inc- that was an incredible win. Yeah, it was just a classic game. After the end of the first period, I was like, we're playing for a season at this point. And then yep. they string yep. together three goals. And you got to give a lot of the credit to Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, when McDavid yep. wasn't being this guy and stuff, Leon Dreisaitl, you can't forget, he's won an MVP. And he's, I mean, he's just been incredible. He really willed the team to victory. And then they got the goal at the end of regulation to force overtime. And then they ended up winning. So that was That's huge great. for them. Great game. Great game. Physical, too, is all heck. I mean, I can't believe the body checks and the hits in that game. The hockey players are just a, a, a different breed. Yeah, 100%. I thought the a big turning point in the game was when the coach of the Oilers, Jay Woodcroft, pulled Stuart Skinner, the goalie, and I think that yep. was a great yep. change of momentum. And Jack Campbell came in. He played great in the goal. Sure did. It was outstanding. Yeah, and then getting on to the Kings and stuff, I don't know why – I mean, I do know why people are mad at Harrison Barnes and stuff. Obviously, fans are emotional, and it was a heartbreaking loss. And especially now with the Fox finger injury and stuff, you really would have been a lot more comfortable if that shot had gone in. But 
I was 100% fine with the shot. Fox made the right play. Harrison yep. Barnes has hit buzzer beaters from the wing before. He's done it against the Suns and the Cavaliers. I had no problem with it. I thought that they lost the game with their sloppy turnovers in the fourth. Yeah, they did. And I thought a couple of their, their shot selection in the fourth quarter, I didn't think was real good, Connor. I thought they rushed a couple of threes. I thought they were back-to-back possessions once with about four minutes left. Malik Monk took a 28-foot three-pointer with a lot of time on the clock. And then on the next possession, Murray rushed his three. He got around he, a quick dribble, you know, to get free. And then he quickly rushed the shot. And I, I, I thought those were two very bad possessions at that time. And as you said, the turnovers in the fourth. Sloppy play, you know, and Mike Brown called him out after the game for that. Yeah, and just could you imagine if that Harrison Barnes shot went in? This Steph Curry thing is just you don't expect that from a guy of his caliber. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, the Kings got a real gift there, and unfortunately, they could not take advantage of it. Yeah, but like we talked about this before the series even began, we would both take 2 2. Then you get your best of three with two or three at home. That's what we wanted, and obviously, we would have wanted maybe a little better with a 2 0 start, but we're still right there in the series. And like you said, I expect Fox to play through the injury. Yeah, the, the difference now with Fox is, number one, the Warriors now know about his injury, and we don't know what impact that will that will have. I would be, and I think you would agree with this, we would be naive to think that an index finger that is fractured at the tip on the shooting hand would not have some impact on his handling of the basketball and his shooting of the ball because the ball goes off your fingertips. You know, I mean, when you shoot the ball, it goes off your fingertips. How much it will affect him, well, we don't know the answer to that, but I fully expect him to play. Yeah, and I expect the Warriors to kind of attack him, obviously. I mean, it's not necessarily dirty to, for players to be aware nope. of an injury someone has and kind of attack it, especially with a player as smart as Draymond Green and as dirty as Draymond Green, and you could expect them to try to further his injury there. No question. I mean, that's part of the game. And that uh, and De'Aaron knows that. The Kings know that. And Davion Mitchell is going to have to be ready to play a lot of minutes in the in the meantime. Yeah, and then last thing, obviously, the Aaron Rodgers deal finally gets done. But with the draft in just a few days, do you think that the Packers now are in a position to take a quarterback in the first round? Or do you think they have the confidence to stick with Jordan Love this year? I think they have the confidence in Jordan Love, but, you know, they took Jordan Love when they had Aaron Rodgers, right? So, you know, never say never, but I, I think they, they feel confident with what they have. Yeah, that's a good point. That's all I got today. Thanks for the call. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, some other phone calls, and we say hello to Waggus. Waggus, it was uh, fabulous having you down there yesterday and meeting you and hanging out with you, man. I appreciate that. Oh, of course. Thank you, Grant. And for everybody listening, you know, please come to the next one. It was nice. And Grant, you know, first time actually standing next to you on different stages and, you know, you actually kind of, you know, can kind of visualizing the game. Okay. You know, like, you know, now we're cooking big play. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, cool. it was, it was um, one hell of a comeback, but, you know, I was listening to you. I was right there when you, and you were spot on that it was going to be a one point, you know, Warriors win. I mean, you were spot on. So uh, I got lucky. Well, yeah, I wish you would have yeah. gone the other way. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I, I know we're talking about Fox, but I think the one key thing, I don't know if anybody's talking about, but Sabonis is not shooting the ball. And no. he was wide open about three or four possessions. So, I mean, how, I mean, obviously it's concerning, but, and I think I asked you this yesterday, but like, I mean, did you still have to keep him in the game? Because he seems like a liability right now when he does get that ball. 
because they're essentially playing five on four, right? So yeah, I I think you have to keep him in the game, but I also wonder if his bruised sternum is not creating the inability to shoot the ball the way he wants from distance, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, think about yeah. it. If you have a bruised sternum, when you extend your arms, that is going to be a problem. Correct. So again, I'm only guessing because either he looks extremely timid when he has the ball anywhere on the perimeter, even from 15 feet out, he's not even looking to shoot the ball. And I just, to me, that he's limiting himself. And I'm just wondering if that, if that injury that he had from Draymond Green is affecting his ability to shoot the ball comfortably. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and of course, De'Aaron has to play for us to have any chance in this series. I don't think we have a chance. I think if De'Aaron doesn't play, we're done in six. No, 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 no. He, no, no, no. He needs to play well to have a chance in a series. Oh, not, not only has yeah. to be, okay, I mean, playing yeah. is one thing. He has to play well. So yeah. we don't know. We don't know how that injury will impact him in game five coming up. I think he's going to play. I would be very surprised if he's going to play, but we don't know what impact that injury is going to have. Now, will that in- injury get better over time? Like, let's just say. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I don't have okay. the, I, I, I couldn't speculate. I, I, I would doubt very much is going to get better between now and a possible game seven on Sunday. I mean, I, I think I could safely say that without having a, a doctorate, okay, without being a PhD. I think I'm smart enough to know that a fractured bone is not going to get better in five days, you know? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so um, I guess um, I, I guess the last thing I want to say is, and, you know, this is for all, all us Kings fans, we, we should be proud of at least one thing. The Kings got down by 10, right, on the road. And the uh-huh. way they battled back, a young team, I was impressed by that. I really Yeah, they was. did it within a couple of minutes. They did it yeah. within just like two or three minutes. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for those sloppy turnovers, we, were, we would have had a completely different conversation. Um, you know, it just feels like there's moments, except for game three, and maybe the first quarter or the second quarter of game one, it just feels like the Kings have been the better team, um, which is very yep. surprising. Um, I agree. But, you know, the better team doesn't always win, too. So um, do you think that, you know, once we – okay, so for example, do you think the moment sometimes is getting too big for them when we do get the Warriors on the heels and we're just not able to deliver that punch, that final punch? No. You know, no, I mean, they, they, they delivered the final punch in game one. They were, it was a close game in game two. No, I don't think so. Okay. They, they've shown they can do that. I mean, you just answered, you know, they were down 10. Yeah. Uh, and then they were down and they and they came back in the and beginning of the, the fourth lead. quarter. And yeah. So, lead. no, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Grant, it was great. Uh, hopefully I can try to, you know, come for, you know, I, I think you're doing five and six, right? Yep. I'm doing five and six. That is correct. Okay. So, yeah, no, it was great. And anybody listening, please go. Uh, it's, it, w- it was a nice atmosphere. Uh, thank you, Grant. Well, I guess my pleasure. It's great meeting you in person for the first time, man. I appreciate you. Of course. Yeah, thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff from Waggus. If you want to get in on the uh, program, all you got to do is raise your hand and we will do it. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And it's David in Seattle. Hello, David. David, are you there? All right, David says he's in Seattle, but he's not even on the app. We get to Ryan in Sacktown right here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan, how are you, buddy? Hey, Grant, how you doing? Good. 
So um, uh, Sabonis in his sternum, Waggus brings up a decent point. Um, I don't think that you, like you said, you sit him at all. You absolutely have to have him on the court. But I'm not so sure that it's the sternum because he's been doing that since game one. Um, The Warriors laid off him and gave him an easy five feet of uh, room to shoot the jump shot. And he was really, really hesitant to pull the trigger Mm -hmm. even in that game. Yeah, you're right about that. I just don't understand. I mean, it's very difficult to play in the NBA if you're not going to take an open 15-foot jump shot. And, you know, we're talking about a three-time All-Star and somebody that's really carried this team along with De'Aaron Fox. And now he's really not a threat offensively when he has the ball on the perimeter. When he has the ball down low, he is. But it's just very puzzling to me. It really is. I think it's puzzling to everybody. Yeah, I think think a large part of it is how he's being played right and I think it's decision making too you and I were watching the game and you said why didn't he just pull it from right there when he's at the dotted line instead of going in too far and we're seeing a lot of that from him or you know trying to make an extra pass and being too unselfish so um getting to Fox really quick one thing I didn't get to say on the um on the show with Sean Salisbury that I wanted to add is shot selection is going to be so imperative in game five because there's going to be a lot of other guys, if Fox plays, that are going to be get getting a lot more shots and a lot more opportunities. And the Kings can't fall into that bad shot selection kind of style where we've seen them go in and out of that in some of these games, specifically in the fourth quarter on um, Sunday. There was a little bit of that. So they're really going to have to, you know, be careful about what they take and make sure that they're using as much of the shot clock as they can to get the best shot. Spot on. I thought they had a, their, their shot selection in that fourth quarter yesterday left a little bit to be desired. I'm with you. Uh, that That is going to be a real key, particularly if Fox is not able to carry the workload like he normally has. You're 100% correct. And listen, if Fox has a subpar game, then you know you know what it's going to take. Monk's going to have to have one of those 30-point games. Davion Mitchell's going to have to score. Trey Lyles is going to have to score. Keegan's going to have to have another good game. You're going to need Herder to step up. I mean, it is going to really have to be a group effort to beat the Warriors if De'Aaron Fox is limited in terms of his productivity. Yeah, exactly, Grant. And I think you're going to have to see, in my opinion, and I know it's not Monk's natural position, you're going to have to see a lot more pick and roll with Monk and Sabonis. Um, yep. and they've been really good together um, when they played together on the pick and roll, but you've got to have somebody that's kind of got some of that same threat that De'Aaron has, as opposed to a Davion Mitchell coming off of a pick and roll, because although he has been much better offensively um, in the series, he's no De'Aaron Fox or Malik Monk offensively. Yeah. Um, spot on. And as far as De'Aaron's finger goes, that is such a tricky one. I, he can play through it. I'm, I'm 99% sure, but you said it just a minute ago. You know, the ball rests on your fingertips when you're shooting. And then, yep. you know, if you're dealing with pain there, shooting is just as much about follow-through. You know, if you're having yep. a different follow-through each time because of discomfort. I mean, I'll never forget Mike Bibby always saying muscle memory, muscle memory. That's what yep. – they yep. preach, and um, it's going to be tough for De'Aaron. But other than that, there's a lot of positives about it being his fingertip, you know, in terms of other things, catching the ball, you know. Basically, defense may be a little bit tricky at times with grabbing, but 
you know, it's not a lower hand issue or a lower finger issue, which would make the entire game harder. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they do it. And I mean, I, Grant, have you seen much out of De'Aaron's right hand this year? Because as I think back, he doesn't use the right hand too much. No, no, he doesn't. So, you know, again, it's we'd be naive to think it's not going to have uh, some impact. We just don't know to what degree. Yes, exactly. And I would encourage fans too that, you know, the Kings have kind of overcome all year. They've figured it out. We've talked about yep. what would happen if an injury happens. Well, here we are. And the Kings yep. really have been playing with the most confidence that I've seen them play all season during these playoffs, regardless of them losing the last two games. So ride that wave. They're going to have the home crowd behind them. And uh, hopefully they can get that finger numbed up pretty well. So Fox is good to go. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate all it. Right, Take care. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Why don't we get to uh, see if David is uh, back with us here uh, in Seattle. David, we'll try you again. How are you? David, you there? All right, David is not there, so we will move right along here, and we will get to uh, Left Terrace. Left Terrace, great meeting you the other night out at Soul Street. How are you? Good. Uh, how are you doing, Grant? I was, um, I'm good, Left Terrace. Thank you. My pleasure to meet you, too. Um, listen, yeah, I don't understand why the criticism for the coach, uh, Harrison Bond for getting the and shot. I mean, it could happen anything. I mean, this guy gave so much to the Kings already, and for one shot to crucify him, it doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. Um, sad. Yeah, it's very, very sad. But I, I, also, I want to bring your attention to uh, uh, Kevin Holden. I don't he's not doing anything. He's not he cannot shoot and everything. Do you think he's one of those players that do well in the regular season but they just can they can do it in the playoffs? I don't know. I thought he played pretty well two years ago for Atlanta in the playoffs, but he you know, offensively he really has not done that much in this series and they're really gonna need him coming up here in these final games. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for the Kings because now we have the injury with the Fox and we don't know how he's gonna play. And we have right. Sabon, he's not shooting the ball very well. And we have him, and it's like three players out of the starting five. It's like, hmm, that's going to be very, very hard. Yeah, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. 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 Now, I want to ask you a question. I have seen that before playoffs, when the team is behind one point, and they get like 10 seconds left, and they go for the three-pointer, instead of going uh, drive to the, you know, drive to, uh, to the shot, and hopefully get foul and get two points from the foul or make the uh, the shot. I mean, why do you think people go for the three-pointer and start driving to the... I think De'Aaron was going to drive to the basket, but he lost the ball uh, because Steph Curry got his hand on it. And by the time he retrieved the ball, there wasn't enough time to drive to the basket. And, you know, he made the play to hit the open man. I believe if he had not had the ball knocked away, that's exactly what he was going to do. Okay, okay. Because I've seen other teams doing that, and it just drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't understand why they're going to do that. Yeah. I'm with you 100%. Anyway, that's yeah. Thank Hopefully you, we'll see you next, uh, next game. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Take guys. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move along. We got to uh, some more phone calls, and uh, we say hello to uh, John. Hello, John. Welcome to the program. Grant, how are you? Okay, John. What's going on, buddy? Oh, boy. Taking a little bike ride. First, I want to say that was a great show with Sean Salisbury, and you can tell football's coming in by the way his passion comes out just talking about some of the signings Rogers and so forth. Great. That, that is great. Sean is Sean is the best. Like I said, he should speak for a living. You know, he does nowadays. <laughs> right. Hey, um, one thing I want to ask you, and I haven't heard much talk. I think Terrace Davis 
Terrence Davis might get more minutes with the potential Fox injury. Do you think so, or do you think he's just kind of – Yeah, yeah. I think everyone – I think, you know, Mike Brown's going to try a lot of different things. If De'Aaron Fox is limited, and again, that's if, then yes, absolutely. No question about it. Yeah, I feel the same way because, man, I've seen him him be extremely explosive, and he can work in the pick and roll dealing with other guys too. So that's something I haven't heard many people talk about, but I think that may very well come come to fruition. Well, we're naive, though, if we think that the Kings are going to beat Golden State two uh, two out of the next three games. Uh, if the Aaron Fox is, you know, 80% or less, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm sorry, it's just not. It would take extreme luck and, you know, a miracle is hard yes. to say, but it would take a ton yes. of luck. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it would. Maybe no somebody question. will poke Draymond in the eye. I mean, hell, he's done it to half the league. And every, people yep. can say it's an accident, but God damn it, I've seen him do it so many times and I've slowed it down and I've watched him looking with his hand in the air and then his feet, fingers out towards the eye and looking at a yep. person. He does that shit on purpose. I know he does. And if he says he doesn't, he's lying. And people can yeah, say, oh, he just flails around. That's how he plays. He flails around like that. He flails around and pokes people in the eye on purpose. He did that to Keegan on purpose. I know he did. He did it to LeBron James. I, you know, I've, stopped, I've stopped defending Draymond Green. So, I you know, I'm not going to, you know. I got, I got you, buddy. I just uh, right. I needed to get, in, get on board and uh, ask a little bit about Terrence Davis because I haven't heard many people talk about him. And I think that he may, uh, he may very well step up. It's going to be – hey. Last game was a hell of a game. I hope every game is at least that competitive. And, uh, man, go Kings. And love that football's coming back. And, Grant, thanks for the platform, buddy. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to uh, some more folks right here. And uh, we are going to say hello to Mike. Mike, welcome to the program on this busy Monday. Hi, Mike. Good, buddy. Hey, I just want to say I miss hearing your voice regularly on 1140. And uh, well, you got to listen to it right here every day, Monday through Friday. So that's trust, positive. Trust me, I'm tuning in every chance I get. Thank and, you, buddy. Um, is I have a question Is Curry's off arm like a thing? Does do people see that he uses it to create a lot of shots? Is that not yeah, getting called? He's been doing it his whole career. No, it doesn't get called like you think it would on some occasions. I just, I just feel like he creates a lot of space with it, and the referees just have a blind eye to it. It's kind of frustrating. Well, the officials, uh, their their job is to call if it gains an advantage, and in their eyes, it's not gaining an advantage. So I'm with you. I've seen it a couple times where I've, I've gone, gee, why isn't that an offensive foul? But you're right. It's very, very rarely called. That's it, Grant, and uh, hopefully uh, go Kings. Hopefully they can string something together. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the All phone right. call. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, Antonio right here. Hello, Antonio. Welcome to the program. Hey, um, uh, I apologize if you guys have already went over this already, but um, I was shocked that um, Doris Burke and that goofball that they have on the on the on the ABC broadcast. They didn't know the rule. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I was so caught up in the game. I didn't know the rule either. I I I, I didn't. Well, Doris didn't know. Mark was waiting for the 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 ref to come over, and even I'm not getting on the Kings. I'm not. Say nothing bad about the Kings because it was a horrible mistake by the the bench the, the, the Warriors bench after the the um after you know they did the challenge they should have told them right away there's no timeouts I this would this is, I just 
I just can't get it. And even Mike Brown said he didn't know the rule. Did you? Uh, did you automatically know the rule? The, the rule instantaneously. Oh, I didn't know. Really, I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know what had happened first because I wasn't uh, watching the game with sound. The sound was on, but I couldn't hear it, so I was not able to hear what was going on. So I was watching it. I didn't even know what had happened until you know after it had happened. So I, I was not aware of what was going on because again, I was watching the game without any sound. Oh, that's tough to do for me. I have to have the game, but no, that's all that was. You know what? It, it's it's not it's not tough for me when uh, we have a certain announced team doing the game. It's actually very easy yeah. for me. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah, he's. I'm that's. I'm not going to go on that because I just can't stand that guy. Um, but no. Um, one other thing that I that I thought was was cool is I think how Kerr, how Kerr's kind of changed up uh, uh, um, Curry's minutes a little bit where he kind of gets him more in the fourth quarter. And I know it's going to be hard. I this is just going to be a, for a Warrior fan. This is a humongous task. First, with with the way you guys are playing, and this is only the first series. And the Raiders, the Warriors would have to go. Somehow get to get past two more series. I, I just don't know. This is taking a lot out of them if they're able to finish it, you know, if the win next this Wednesday. But um, it's been great basketball. And um, I enjoy the platform you put out for us, uh, Grant. You're doing a great Thank job. Thank you, Antonio. Here. I appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye. All right. We have a lot of phone calls that we want to get to. And uh, we are going to move along now. And we are going to say hello to Justin. Hey, Justin, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going, Grant? Good, Justin. What's up? Hey, so I, I just wanted to bring up, I went to uh, both playoff games in Sacramento and actually got the pleasure of going to the game yesterday um, at the Chase Center. And I just wanted to compare the fans. First off, I want to say Sacramento has the best fans in the league. Um, when I was at the game yesterday, it honestly, the fans were kind of like regular season Kings game fans, to be honest. When it came to how loud it was, and I can say game one, game two in Sacramento was obviously uh, insane here. Um, so I just want to give a shout out that we do have the best fans in the league. All the other fans that went to the, the a lot of the Warriors fans, they cheered when it was big moments, but it, it was not nearly as loud as the Kings game. I think the Warriors then, fans are spoiled. I think that the first round to them is almost boring based on what they've experienced. But I've heard that from a couple of other people that were at both venues and they said there's no comparison. Yeah. And the second point I wanted to bring up is just design of the arena. Um, I know they were built, you know, kind of around the same time and, the golden ones that are so much nicer uh, when it comes to the way it's laid out. I went I there yesterday. You can't see anything. You're walking through the concourse. It's a little wider, but it kind of gives me old Arco vibes to where it's, it's, you're kind of confined in that space where golden one center it's open. You can see the court, no matter where you're walking. It's just the whole vibe in the arena is just a lot nicer. So just wanted to bring that up, um, going to all the games. It's been very nice. Um, and then just, I'm so happy we have the golden one center just, here, the Kings are here to stay for another, what is it, 25 years or 20 years? Well, or whatever. I, I, you know, I agree with you. I think the Golden One Center is is much nicer than Chase Center. I, I mean, again, it's subjective, but in my opinion, it's a much nicer building. They, I think it's the nicest building in the league. I've been every single one of them. It's amazing what they've done here in Sacramento with that arena. Yeah, so that's all I have. I just wanted to Thank bring you. that up. So we are lucky to be Kings fans, and we're lucky to have that arena downtown. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Bye-bye yeah, now. Thank you. All right, we got uh, other phone calls to get to. And we are going to say hello to Jason. Hello, Jason. Hey, Grant. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to say I know it's I know it's a bummer with Fox, you know, potentially injured and and uh, you know we lost some momentum in the series. But I just want to say it's funny how quick we you know reset our expectations once we have some success. I I don't want to be a toxic positivity guy by any means, but I just want to you know encourage people to appreciate the moment. We're still in this thing. We're tied two two. You know, we have two home games. Try and get to the games if you can or the watch parties and, and just enjoy it. And that, that's all I have, Grant. Yep. Well said. Thank you, Jason. Take care. 
All right, let's get to us some other phone calls right here. And we uh, bring in Brian. Hello, Brian. Welcome to the program. Hey, Grant. Well, uh, I heard the news late. It's definitely a gut punch hearing the Fox News. Uh, Perhaps. Wow. And yeah, yeah. No, um, I, we don't know. I mean, I, I think he's going to play just knowing him and being around him uh, for a couple of years and knowing what he's all about. I think he's going to play. The question is, what effect will it have on him when he's playing? But I fully expect him to play. I, I before you said that when I read, it, I'm like, there's no way this guy's not playing. He's his makeup. He's gonna. I I agree with you. He's gonna get out there, and it, it comes down to the, the you know the impact he can have. You know, trying to be positive with the scenario. Luckily, Game Five is at home. The Warriors are not a great war, uh, road team, and I gotta think we have enough supporting cast. These guys, you know, it's interesting what happens to a team when when adversity hits. I gotta believe the Kings supporting cast is going to show up big in game five and rally around him. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a game. That's for sure, Brian. One question for you. Do you think having the extra day now is an advantage with this just to kind of give a couple of days no. to rest and prepare? No, I think it's more of an advantage for Golden State because they're an older team. If I were Sacramento, I'd rather be playing only with one day off. So I don't think it, you know, if you have a fractured finger, one day extra is not going to make any difference. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, it's going to be a sprint. If we, uh, whoever wins these next three games, you know, going to the one day off format, that's going to be a sprint to the yep. end. So hopefully we can get game five and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a dandy, to, you know, to use the steel phrase from you. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. We got more phone calls to get to. Left Harris wants to check back in. So we'll get back to him. Hello, Left Harris. Left Harris, you there? Uh, sorry about that. It was a pocket car. Sorry. Oh, no problem. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you. No problem at all. All right. If you want to get in on the program, all you got to do is raise your hand and we will do it. I will try one more time to get David in here in Seattle. Hello, David. We'll try it one more time. David. All right. That's three strikes and you are out. Who wants to be next here as we get to you and we talk about what happened yesterday in game four and we look ahead to game five. Again, the news on De'Aaron Fox, uh, a fractured index finger at the tip. All right. So he has a fractured index finger on the tip of his shooting hand. Hello, Rich. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Grant. How the heck are you doing? I'm well. What's up? Good, good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, let you know an interesting thing. Uh, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> going to be watching the uh, the game on, on, the, on the airplane on the way to uh, – Amsterdam on Wednesday because we're we're flying out of LA around 11 o'clock so it's going to be okay uh, you know but uh the interesting thing and I'm 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 hoping this is a good omen but when I when we when we actually land we're actually landing Thursday at 11 a.m which Amsterdam I don't know if you know but they're nine hours ahead of us here right as far as right. time zone right and yep. uh it's one of the biggest celebrations of the year in Amsterdam on Thursday, and it's called King's Day. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. And I will have I have, will have on my old school long sleeve King's shirt, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to celebrate something. But uh, I, I, do, I do feel that, you know, because honestly, looking at the cohesion of, of the King's team that, that we're dealing with this, this season – they all seem to always have each other's backs. You know what I mean? Like when somebody's hurt or this or that, there's such a, their, their chemistry is, is unlike I've seen in a lot of years, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and I just honestly feel that, 
that with with Coach Brown and how he deals with the players and, and how he always preaches them, hey, if somebody goes, you know, is struggling or this or that, somebody else is going to have to step up. So you guys, you know what I mean? And so hopefully, because I know, you know, basketball, it's it's a mental game. You know, there's a lot of men, mental, mental. Well, there's nobody that's, you know, there, there, yeah, but there, there's no team in the league that's mentally stronger than Golden State. So if you say it's a mental yeah. game, I don't disagree with you. But there's no yeah. team in the NBA mentally stronger than the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Well, hey, we were just one shot away from being 3-1, okay? So, well, you know, you know what? They were one we, shot away from being 1-1 going yeah, back to San Francisco yeah, for game three. Yeah. I mean, you really can't say yeah. that, Rich. So, I mean, that's true oh, of both teams. Yeah, but, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> you know, it, it, as, as Fox even said, you know, he talked about, he talked about uh, HB's shot. He says it was lined yep. up. It was right. It was just, it just maybe, yep. you know, a quarter of an inch too far. So, you know, that stuff happens. It's, you know, how they say, how the ball bounces sometimes, you know, but. Uh, it's unfortunate, I, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, I haven't given up. And, uh, you know, I, I hope hopefully I can I can I can uh, reach out and talk to you when I'm over there. I'm going to be over in uh, Amsterdam for about five days and then we're heading off to Portugal. So anyway, let's just keep our fingers crossed and uh, hope for the best. Have a safe flight, Rich. Have a great vacation. Thank you so much, Grant. You you take care. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your Actually, Thank you. You too. I, I don't even know about vacation. This whole life's a vacation. I should just say have a nice trip, Rich. He's always traveling. He's always everywhere. So I hope he has a great time. All right, if you want to get in on the program, uh, raise your hand, and we will do it. Kings and Warriors Wednesday. Watch party for Ryan and I. We will be at 34 Mexican Cantina on O Street. So come on down and see us right there at O Street at Posey Station. We are looking forward to that. Again, De'Aaron Fox, the injury is the tip of his index finger is fractured okay I expect him to play I just don't know to what degree it will affect him I would be and I think we would all be naive to think that you can have a fracture on the tip of your shooting hand index finger and not have it affect your shot somewhat okay but time will tell all right we're going to find out in a little more than 48 hours from right now. All right. If you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, and uh, we would be very happy uh, to take your phone call. We've talked a lot about yesterday's game. And, again, I'm going to repeat this. I do not understand the criticism, the, the, the nastiness, the venom coming the way of Harrison Barnes and Mike Brown. I, I just don't get that. I really don't. You know, everyone thinks they're a freaking expert and they're going to diagram the final play. You know, the ball goes into De'Aaron Fox. Is there anybody else on the floor you'd rather have the ball in the hands of than De'Aaron Fox? Uh, what's the answer to that question? No. Okay. So he makes a move, then Curry pokes the ball away. So he's got to go back and get the ball. So then once he turns and moves again towards the top of the key, Draymond Green leaves Harrison Barnes to come over and pick him up. So what's the natural play? Throw to the man whose defender just left him. In this case, Harrison Barnes, time winding down, open, three-pointer, no good, game over. Like, I, I don't understand why people have a problem with that. I really don't. Like, you know, I've seen some of the uh, Kings fans on social media, oh, stupid last play, oh, gee, that's what they thought of, oh, gee. Yeah, you know what, it's, you, you get the ball in the hands of your best player, okay? That's what you do. When the game's on the line, you get the ball in the hands of your best player. That player was De'Aaron Fox, okay? And he passed the ball after being doubled to the open man. 
And the open man in this instance was Harrison Barnes. And Harrison missed the shot. Okay? End of story. You know, Angel Wiggins was wide open in game one for a corner three that may have won the game for Golden State. He missed the shot. All right? He missed the shot. No one's sitting there saying, gee, Andrew Wiggins isn't a good player. Don't ever give him the ball again, blah, blah, blah. It's sports. Sometimes you make the play. Sometimes you don't. But the play itself, I don't have a problem with that at all. And at that point, you know, you're ad-libbing the play once the ball gets knocked away from Fox and he has to retrieve it. At that point, you know, you're taking best available. And best available, Harrison Barnes, an open three. I can live with that every single day. I don't have a problem with that. So now you have a game five. You don't know about your point guard. He, according to Adrian Wojnarowski and Shams Choney, he's going to be listed as doubtful. I, I don't believe that. I don't think he's going to be listed as doubtful tomorrow. And if he is, then that, who knows? That could be a decoy. I don't know what it is. I, I just, knowing De'Aaron Fox and being around him as much as I was for a couple of years and knowing his makeup and what he's all about, there's just, Unless he is going to be totally ineffective, he's going to play. If De'Aaron Fox feels that he's going to hurt the team by being on the floor, then he won't play. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Fox will be on the floor. Whether or not he is able to produce the way he normally does, we're going to find out in a hurry. And you know the Warriors, when, he is, when he's got the ball, they're going to be slapping at his fingers. That's just the way it is. That's sports. All right? That sports. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program before I wrap it up on this Monday, now is the time to do it. And we get to uh, Al. Hello, Al. Welcome to the program. How are you today? Hey, Nap, can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead, buddy. I don't want to drop a Dave on you. I'm like today with CI Davis here. I just want to say, enjoy uh, Jerry's uh, joining the postgame chat. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. He's, he makes me laugh because he's like, I'm going to spend the rest of my day pouting. I just started cracking up. I mean, he's a beauty. He's, just, uh, he's a beauty. And, you know, he said, I, I believe he said, Sabonis has to take that shot, you know, or at least, you know, he has to bring it, you know, he has to force him to, you know, he may, maybe if he misses a few, but, you know, he's got to take that shot. They're laying way off him. And I, I think I have to agree with that, you know? Yeah, he does. I mean, I don't think there's any question. He's, he not only has to take the shot, he's got to make them. He's got to be a threat to score from 15 feet out. Yeah, and my take on, on Fox, man, even though he might be 80%, I still think, in fact, you have a De'Aaron Fox on the court. The worst should have to give him respect and give him full attention because he's De'Aaron Fox, you know. So he, if he, I know he has to step up and play well, and but, you know, others have to step up. But just him being on the court, I think, they still got. They can't say, "Oh, he's hurt." We'll just take. You know, we won't. We'll play him differently. They still got to respect yeah, that, the guy. That, that's not the issue. That's not the issue. That, that's not that. That's not. That's not part of the equation here. The the part mm. of the equation is: Can De'Aaron Fox shoot the ball and can he dribble the ball? How the Warriors play him is inconsequential. They're not going to play him any differently. They're going to still play him as if he's a hundred percent. That's not the issue. The issue is: yeah. Can he make shots and can he handle the ball? Those are the two issues. The Warriors aren't going to play him any differently. Yeah, that's I, I agree. Yeah, I sure just saying. I guess I what I I guess what I'm trying to say is I think this is gonna others like Malik Monk and Trey yeah, Lyles and Terrence Davis they're gonna have to step up. They're gonna have to have to step up and and uh, and Herter's got a he's just been 
Michigan action. And I don't think yep. that suggestion on a, your earlier call to sit Sabonis, the guy's a, a triple double threat every night. Who you don't they're not sit him. I, no, they're, no, they're not going to sit him. I, I understand that point. They're, if he's if 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 he's injured and his sternum injury is affecting his ability to produce offensively, then that's a different story. But yeah, you can't sit a guy that's a three-time all-star. And a, and a triple threat, triple double every night. But I, you know, I love Doris Burke too. She she called out the Kings on the telecast. She quite said that that's a terrible shot selection. She just called it straight out. And when they were shooting, throwing up those uh, quick shots within the last three minutes, she, she flat out called them out. She also said something in the game. Alex Lynn got called for a foul against Curry. I think he, he got a partly partly jumped at the at the shot. He partially got it and and uh and dora said you know it, it was a continuation of him attempting to block the shot he shouldn't have been called for a foul you remember that sequence am i off base here uh, not off the top of my head and i you know again i wasn't listening to the telecast so i i wouldn't have heard what she said right. but not not off the top of my head i don't recollect that because i was thinking if, if if that's the case like you know how if you're gonna if you get a piece of the ball if you're trying to block a punt you get a piece of the ball, and then you get the punter. You know, then you you, you shouldn't have the penalty. I guess yeah, that's it's how different, it, it's different in the NBA. I mean, you can get a piece of the ball, but if your body ends up, uh, you know, fouling, they'll they're still going to call it. But I understand the point you're trying to make, but I, I don't recall that play. Okay, and you didn't have the sound on because uh, I do enjoy Doris's uh, work, man. I'm glad they finally got her out off the sideline and and got her talent to where it needs to be. I like her. I don't know how you feel, but. Anyway, yeah, uh, thanks, job. Hey, thanks for taking my call. We gotta stay positive, you, man. You know, take care. You too, Al. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, so Wednesday, 34 Mexican Cantina on O Street. Okay, Jerry Reynolds on Wednesday as well. So we'll get Jerry on in the afternoon, getting ready to preview Game Five. We'll probably get another update on Fox tomorrow after practice and media availability. Shams. Uh, Sharania and Adrian Wojnarowski both said that he will be listed as doubtful tomorrow, 24 hours before the game. Unless he is listed as out, okay? Unless he's listed as out, I'm telling you he's going to play. That's the deer and fox I know. So I expect him to play. How effective he'll be? Well, time will tell. All right, let's get to Ken. Hello, Ken. What's going on, Grant? I just had a quick question. Uh, well, is there a strategy of listing him as doubtful? Uh, why why would they do that? Like, why would they do it? Like, if ever- well, they haven't listed him as doubtful because the injury report doesn't come out until tomorrow. So tomorrow is what Adrian Wojnarowski and Sham said he'll be listed as doubtful tomorrow. Gotcha. I'm just curious because, like, I'm listening to you. Like, everyone expecting him to play. I mean, the tip of the finger. Um, like, is doubtful? Is that is that like a strategic? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I mean. If they they list it the the way they feel it's going to be, doubtful means he's got a twenty five percent chance of playing. But if he's got a one percent chance of playing, he's playing. That's gotcha. the Aaron Fox. Gotcha. All right, thanks, Grant. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Again, I have I have I haven't talked to the Aaron. I don't know anybody that's talked to the Aaron. I don't know. I'm just telling you that the Aaron Fox that I know, he's playing. All right, that's the Aaron Fox I know. All right, I really appreciate all the phone calls today. This was an excellent show. Thank you very much, and we will do it again tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow's show will be at 5 o'clock. All right, so a 5 o'clock show tomorrow right here on Listen Up. 
Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thanks very much. Bye-bye, everybody.